Hey friend, welcome into this Steady On Bible Talk bonus episode. I'm Angie Bauman and with me co-hosting for Bible Talk is my dear ministry friend, Susie Crosby. Susie, welcome. Thanks, Angie. I'm so excited to talk about the word. I know. So Susie and I are both word girls and Susie is actually the author of a devotional called Just One Word, 90 Devotions to Invite Jesus In. She's also the leader of the Hope and Help One Word at a Time Facebook group. And um, and I, of course, use words in my step-by-step Bible study method. We dig deep into one word of scripture to find life application. And I just thought it would be super fun to invite my other word friend here uh, to look at this verse of scripture that I selected for the Bonnie Gray episode. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, I really encourage you to do this. This episode is linked with the episode that dropped on just on Wednesday of this week with Bonnie Gray and the episode that I picked, I mean, the scripture, the verse that I picked for that episode is uh, Hebrews 13, eight, and I'm going to read it in the NIV. And it says, Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. And so I'm wondering, I'm, we're going to start with Susie because Susie and I haven't talked about this ahead of time. We just studied this verse independently, kind of the way that we study. And I'm just wondering, Susie, would you read the verse from whatever version that you use to kind of camp for a few minutes and then tell us what word you focused on and a little bit about what you learned. Yes, Angie, I, um, I used the same version that you did. And actually a lot of them are really, really similar for this verse. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. The ESV version of Hebrews 13, eight, and um, this has been a verse that I have clung to for a lot of oh, my. Tell me um, why. Um, well, I have a lot of reasons. I think. I think there's just been so much change and so much um, uncertainty in my own personal life, and then also in the world. <laughs> um, I think that just knowing that I can count on Jesus being the same. Um, is sometimes all I need to know to calm me down and um, give me hope. And so I focused on the word same, which I um, looked up. That's what I usually do when I study a word. I, I look it up first in the dictionary and look up the definition. And um, same means being one without addition, without change or discontinuance. And that um, I love that it, that Jesus doesn't discontinue. He doesn't mm. stop being the way that he is. And also I, I like to look up the opposite, the Ooh. antonym mm-hmm. of same. And, um, so the opposite meaning of same is, uh, different or varied. And I think that's what, um, the writer of Hebrews was kind of going uh, kind of going around um, the verses before and after this one, we're kind of talking about confusing teachers or um, things that people were trying to hold on to, to, to make their faith strong when it wasn't, they weren't the, the lasting true um, like promise of Jesus. They were more like leaders that were maybe um, or, or I guess they were being led in ways that, that were more rule-based or more, um, human 
effort based and that's not that's not what we can count on, not what we can hold on to. So just knowing that Jesus is the same, Jesus is not going to change. He's not going to discontinue. He's not going to add or take away things from what we can count on with him. The word that comes to mind as I'm listening to you talk is homogenous. I remember that word, like when I was a young person in school and that they were teaching about like the, you know, when things were the same all the way through, or when things were like, had different components to it, like in a science class, I'm telling you about everything I know right now about science. Like that's, that's it. That's the end of my understanding. But I remember that word, like, um, and, and that's what I, that's the word that comes to mind when you're talking about this is that like, you could cut it apart, like something that was homogenous. If you if it was like a block of something and you took a piece of the block off the end, all the characteristics of that block would be in even that little piece, right? Cause it was the same all the way through. You didn't, you couldn't separate something out. And that's, I don't know. That's just the image that I'm getting as you're, as you're talking about that. Yeah. yeah that's a really good um, visual. I have another one that I, I like to think about and it's um, it's something in nature that I actually go and, and see often that reminds me that Jesus Christ is the same, no matter what's going on with me. And, um, it's a huge rock. It's called a monolith. Actually it's in, it's on the Oregon coast and it's called haystack rock. It's, it's in the shape of a haystack. It's huge. And it's, um, it's very, it's a landmark for sure. Like when people go to the certain places on the Oregon coast, they know they're going to see haystack rock. Well, I've gone to this certain beach called Cannon Beach since I was a child and seen Haystack Rock. And I was thinking about, I look at that rock when I'm there and I love being on a beach and feeling God's presence for sure. And it's just a really special place for me. But this in particular, this, um, the view of this rock, it, um, it just calms my soul. And I've, I've done different kind of like memory verses about Jesus being a rock and kind of looking yeah. at, at that rock as that, as a symbol of him. But I was thinking about why I like that so much. And I know that it's a, it's a rock that eventually could crumble into the sea, you know, that it's not going to be there forever, but it has been there for me and my life through, okay, childhood there with my parents running around with no cares in the world. I was there as a teenager you know, wishing I wasn't and having all kinds of friend issues going on at home. And I was there when I was dating my husband and uh, unsure of whether we were going to end up together or, you know, how things were going to go, but feeling those feelings of being in love and, um, and seeing it with him. Um, And then several times we've taken our boys there of different ages and with different family members coming along and, and, different times where it was really fun and times where it was really hard times when it was beautiful out and times when it was freezing, like painful rain, like hitting us hard because it's so, it can be so cold and windy there. That rock does not change. It doesn't move. It doesn't shift. It's there. And all those different feelings, all those different situations, all those different times in my life, And I guess that's what I like to think about with Jesus uh, being the same yesterday, today, and 
forever. That's so good, Susie. That's so good. And I like what you said before you even shared that illustration about knowing that Jesus is the same, no matter what's happening with us, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like all these things can be happening with us and he cares about all that things, but he is not movable. He is not changeable. Yeah. Um, so as I said earlier, this verse is from this week's episode with Bonnie Gray. And if you haven't had a chance to listen, Bonnie talks about her new book, sweet, like Jasmine, and it tells the story of embarking on a quest that took her into her past to learn to embrace her value in the present. And that's kind of this, because it was like past and there was sort of this bridge to the present. That's why I picked this verse about Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. And, um, and I picked the word same also, and I looked into the Greek word, the Greek word is, um, autos and it's most often translated himself, herself, he, she, it, it's less frequently translated the same, but it means to, um, it's from the participle awe, and it means to respire or by analogy to blow, which I thought was kind of interesting. The base is related to this idea of a baffling wind. And I looked up baffling because baffling is something that's like impossible to understand or perplexing. Um, but when I think about this reference to wind, I think about something that's like not mixed with anything. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, cause like the wind is homogenous to use that word again, right? Like the wind stirs or mm-hmm. breath stirs. And I think about like even a tornado or a wind storm or something where things are just kind of crazy all over the place, but the wind itself is not like stirred or the breath is not stirred. Like sometimes it can create the the chaos. And I would argue that sometimes Jesus, as he moves into our lives, creates his own sort of form of chaos, if you will. Um, but, um, but that, that wind thing is not varied. It's clear. It's consistent. It's incorruptible. Even, um, it's a constant and like our breath is necessary, you know, it doesn't change. And for me, if I think about that in relationship to Jesus, and I consider how sometimes Jesus does do a new thing, but it's not because he's new. Right. You know, and I, because that, when he does a new thing in my life, it can kind of freak me out a little bit. It can create that sort of chaos, Mm -hmm. that blowing around, if you will, but he's not new. And, um, and so I kind of had this like thought, I rewrote the verse sort of in my own words, kind of towards the end. And, um, I put, no matter what I'm going through or how I feel, Jesus is not confused. Like that's a big deal for me, you know, because I feel confused. I can feel anxious. I can feel panicked, but he's not confused. He's not tossed around on the wind. He's not perplexed. He never wavers. He never shakes like your rock. I think that's such a beautiful example. Like I can go there in all kinds of seasons as you talked about it. I think that's why like sometimes people have a vacation home or something, or they return to the same spot, like what you're talking about, because something about that, like when everything in my life feels unpredictable, there's mm-hmm. some kind of certainty in that, you know, and that's what he offers us in, in himself that um, Jesus is love. Jesus is strength. He is mercy. It's always been true. It's true in this moment. It's true forever, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I think one of the things that it's easy for me tempting, I don't know about you. I'd be curious what you think about this is when our circumstances change, especially negatively, it's tempting to believe that God has changed towards us, you know? Um, and we get hit by whatever the wind is stirring and we think that the wind has hit us, but it's not really the wind that's hit us. And that may not be a perfect illustration, but, um, but it, it's something else that's, you know, that's hit us. That's been stirred by that. Um, or sometimes we can think that we're wrong to trust him, but this verse reminds us 
of a promise of consistency. And yeah, I just, I just love that. I don't know. Yeah. What more thoughts from you, Susie, or a takeaway or anything like that, that you want to share? Well, I had written that too. I think it's, it's when things are changing, things feel um, unsettled or unpredictable. Um, and then people in our lives maybe are not consistent or dependable or, um, or what we thought or hoped. And, um, and that's okay because we can know that Jesus is, Jesus is permanent and really nothing else is. So that, you know, I have this image of this beautiful rock that probably will be permanent for as long as I'm alive on this earth. Um, and, but yet even that is not as I can not count on that beautiful natural monolith as much as I can count on this, this breath of God that I can't even see, but this being that is, um, that is always, always who he says he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's just gorgeous. Yeah. I I think that's so great. I had it. I've been wrestling with a ministry. Well, it's showing up as a ministry sort of problem, but it's actually like a fear that's not really about ministry at all. But I had a friend say to me, because you were talking about how people change towards us and because of my background and because I have, I have a difficult time. Um, I have a trauma abuse background. I have a difficult time trusting people. I have a different, a difficult time believing that people want to be in my life uh, or that people can be counted on or that it's wise to count on people. I guess that's part of it true. And uh, too. And I was talking to my friend about this and she asked me a really hard question that I haven't been able to shake, but I'm thinking of it again, as we're talking, because what she asked me is the question is, will you Will you trust the faithfulness of God more than you fear people letting you down mm-hmm. and putting it like that was so that's really challenging to me because yeah. when she said it like that, I I'm like, I do trust the faithfulness of God and I fear people letting me down, but she didn't present it like that. You know, she really presented it like an either, or like, do you look at that rock? Do you believe in the homogenous? That's not the right way to say it, but in the homogenousness of Jesus (laughs) and the, and the incorruptibility, we make up words (laughs) when we can't find the one we want, we just make one up. But do you believe in that to the degree that you're willing to surrender the fear? And, um, I'm really wrestling with that right now. Cause it's really challenging me. I'll just say, um, that so, is a good question. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So we just encourage you friend. I hope this is encouraging, uh, to think about if you've listened to it, if to think about Bonnie's story and some of the things that we talked about and, you know, to think about, I think Susie's rock is just, just a perfect way to, to describe this. And, you know, when God is doing something new in your life, or when you're in a place you don't recognize, you will be tempted with anxiety. We are tempted with anxiety and we will be anxious from time to time. We just, we will. But what if this time God doesn't see me or hold on to me, isn't a question that like we need to stay stuck in, right? Like what if, what if, He's forgotten me this time because uh, one of the things I wrote down as I was studying, remember Angie, the God who has loved you all your life loves you in this moment too, you know, and that just goes back again to what you're saying about that rock. Because again, if you drove there right now, even though it's dark where you are right now, as we're recording this, but if you drove there right now, it would be there. And, um, and so it is there in darkness and in light and in, and in all things. 
Any last thoughts, my friend? Well, there's one more thing I want to say. Yes, Um, please. Even like you said, in the darkness, um, as we're recording this, it is the darkest day of the year. Yes. That um, sometimes those times where you feel like you can't even see the rock, it's, it's still there. That's That's so good. Yes. So, um, you know, this is the, this is the darkest day of the year. It is the darkest day in my life personally, because I lost my mom on this day eight years ago. And I've been to that rock many, many times with her and had really beautiful memories. And so, um, I think these, this Jesus that we hold on to is, um, is just much greater than any sadness or any fear or any anxiety or any, any emotion really that tends to try to make us not see him. So just to remember, even when it doesn't feel like we can see him and doesn't feel like we can feel him, he is permanent. He is there. I think that's so good. And it makes me think too, of just, even though you're sitting in your room, in your house, and we're recording this and it's dark outside, there is a knowing that it's there, you know, like, and, and I, you can't see it right now and you can't maybe feel it right now. And so I just, yeah, I lift that up as encouragement because we all have places where, um, it just doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good, but this is a verse that can remind us we can believe in something even when we kind of can't get to it, if you will, like, you know, um, and sometimes that's, that's just about us, like emotionally not being able to, receive it or whatever, but it doesn't change that it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can hold tight to that. Thank you for doing this with me. It's been great. Thanks for having me. I love talking about the word. I know. (laughs) One word. (laughs) Friend, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're encouraged until next time. Peace.